Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, and I have built a set of mathematical models named Sideline that predict various sports outcomes. You'll know more about the models in the course of this episode. Set to cover five Major League Baseball games scheduled to be played on Wednesday, May 17th, 2023. In case you're new here, check the webpage on the banner. It's www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash new for some explanations and community rules. Also, if you're interested in projections and picks for every single game, the Discord chat where we got player props, uh, talk about hockey and NBA playoffs, the MMA when it's happening, all sorts of fun stuff on that Discord chat. That is available to people who sign up on Dub Club under $1 a day and the A-grade plays alone. We'll cover the cost of that subscription, which we'll make on those. I talk about a few of the A grades here, but some of the A grades stick to just the people over on Dub Club. So hop on over there. If you aren't already in under $1 a day, it'll be worth your money. Remember that sports are unpredictable, so the discussion on this show projects a typical game. Does not try to forecast it to a T. That'd be a foolish and impossible goal. We take a long-term view around here. Don't get distracted with weird baseball things, the ups and downs of the seasons, the individual games. Sometimes they get weird. Sometimes they go exactly as planned, but we're talking about a typical game. And so it's nice to say, hey, it played out just like it should have. But it's not always going to go that way. Sometimes it goes good. Sometimes it goes bad. Sometimes the Marlins uh, have a miraculous comeback and help you win uh, an A-grade play uh, like they did here for us on Tuesday night. And sometimes – you know, the Mariners and Luis Castillo give up like a thousand runs and loses an A grade play. So you just never know. It's sometimes weird things happen, right? But it's a long term that we're focused on. The idea being on any individual day, we're going to get either some good variants or bad variants or sometimes some neutral variants. It's just a, some ups and downs. And on the day scale, we may or may not be profitable. You never know. But in that long term, that's where we're slowly increasing our bankroll. So it's just something to keep in mind as you're doing this. Uh, we'll get right to it here, but before we do, some reminders. Please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free, and if you turn on notifications, you won't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. The way I set things up, A-grade minimum plays return four units as the risk plus win equals four, so we way we risk proportionally more on favorites than dogs. Proportionally, so we're not just flat betting it. Um, in my opinion, doing this allows us to play some bigger favorites and bigger dogs uh, and not be quite so exposed uh, to those bigger numbers. I think it's a it's a smarter way than flat betting, uh, in my opinion. Uh, B-grade plays return three units, C-grade plays return two units. With the scaling with the picks, with everything, take what you like and leave the rest. A lot of afternoon games here on Wednesday. Going to cover one of them again for the rest of them. Sign up on Dub Club. Got picks and projections. We've got the number that the model requires for an A-grade play uh, for all these games. That way you can be waiting for the number to change and jump on a good price when you see it. Got total projections, weather information, and all that over on Dub Club. The game we are going to talk about here at 3.05 p.m. Eastern Reds at the Rockies. Going to back the Reds here at plus 105. B-grade pick. Sideline says it's pretty much a toss-up that it should be the Reds minus 101. We haven't backed the Reds that often this year. So I like doing it. Uh, the model does give the Rockies a stronger home field edge because they've typically had that. Um, and either way, it still says the Reds are, are decent value here. 
threshold for an A-grade plays a little bit higher out in course field because of the variance that you see in those type of games. So even if you get a slightly better price than this, uh, it's probably still a B-grade. The model says that it needs to get up to about plus 115-ish before you get to an A-grade. So uh, about another uh, another dime away from this price. I, I like the Reds here. It's coin tossy, uh, according to the model. I think the Reds actually have a little bit better of an edge here, and there's two reasons why. Number one, I really like the Reds' offense against lefties. They're very right-handed heavy. I think it gives them a pretty good edge over the Rockies offensively. And I think there's a pretty big starting pitcher mismatch between Graham Ashcraft and Austin Gomber. When you look at the ERAs, of course, they're over two runs apart. The underlying metrics aren't that far apart, only about one run. But, I mean, I think that tells a more true story in that one run per nine from the underlying metric standpoint, that's a pretty big difference. Uh, and and Austin Gomer, I, I'm just not sold on him at this point. I think he's one of the weaker pitchers that's still in the league. And so I think you've got a Reds offense that against left-handed pitching can be closer to league average in course. They ought to be able to put up some runs, especially on a nice day. Graham Ashcraft, decent enough uh, to hold the Rockies down to, you know, three or four runs or so, which I feel like will be, you know, pretty impressive in that environment. Um, so, you know, models kind of looking at this thinking something like seven to four or so is, is a likely outcome for the Reds, you know, six to five, something like that, maybe seven to five in that ballpark. And that kind of aligns with what I think. I think the Reds should be able to put up plenty of runs and the Rockies will get a few just because of the environment, but I think Ashcraft's decent enough. I think he can hold his own. He said it'll be a nice day around you know low 70s for the entirety of this ball game for the day game. Wind will be blowing mostly across to start and then shifting in as we finish. It's a pretty well-priced total, in my opinion. Total I'm seeing is 11 or 11 and a half. Models is 11 and a half. So not a total that I'm investing in, but I do like the Reds here uh, at plus odds. Again, B-grade value as long as it's even money or better. I think something worth sprinkling a little bit of money on for your portfolio. The night game, 7.45 p.m. Eastern Brewers with the Cardinals. Cardinals plus 110, one of the A grades that we have. Again, you can get more A grades over on Dub Club. Not putting all of them on here, but there are some other ones over there. And they've been carrying us this season at least so far. I like the Cardinals here tonight at plus odds. Sideline says it should be Cardinals minus 112, that they win about 53% of the time which would imply that it's a straight coin toss in a neutral game. I don't quite think that's true. I will give you what the model's saying, and then I'll kind of counter that a little bit. The model's looking at this saying both bullpens are pretty decent. Uh, it's pretty much a wash. Uh, Corbin Burns, a much better pitcher than Adam Wainwright, but the Cardinals' offense much better than the Brewers' offense. Uh, Cardinals' offense hasn't been the problem, of course. It's been the pitching, uh, and, and you saw the Cardinals put up like 28 runs or something in back-to-back -back games. I mean, they, they have a much better offense than the Brewers. I don't think anyone would argue that, but Corbin Burns is a much better pitcher than Wainwright. The model's looking at that saying Burns is probably better than Wainwright by more than the Cardinals' offense is over the Brewers' offense, but Burns isn't going to pitch nine innings almost assuredly. And so when the fact that he's got a bigger edge but over fewer innings than the offenses, it, it comes out in the wash. That's the model's case for why this is a coin toss on a neutral, which would make the Cardinals about a minus 112 favorite given that the game is in St. Louis. I think Burns might be able to go a little bit deeper than the model indicates. I still think he's really good. So it may not be uh, minus 112. That might be a little bit generous. Maybe it should be Cardinals minus 105. Either way, Cardinals plus 110 is a great price. And the model says anything at even money or better gets to the A grade. And the other thing supporting the model stance is that while Kerbin Burns 
you know, has been a fantastic pitcher for many years now. That 335 ERA, well, it's a little bit higher than what we're used to seeing from him. It is a small sample, but the underlying metrics have been not great for him. Uh, say his ERA, that he, how well he's actually pitched, should be in the low fours. And that's just crazy high for a guy who's been this good for, you know, several years now. So I still think he's one of the better pitchers in baseball. It's just that the model is looking at it. I'm looking at it as, you know, he is beatable. Um, he's not maybe, maybe not quite as good as he's been the last few years. And and that scenario, you know, this Curdles offense, which is one of the better ones in the league is kind of fit to take advantage of it, especially on a warm day ball, be kind of flying out in St. Louis. That part plays really pitcher friendly, uh, when it's cold, but when it's hot, it plays fairly hitter friendly. And we're going to be almost near 80 degrees to start around 70 degrees to finish. Wind will be blowing mostly across with no wind effect, but you know, a situation where if, if Burns is going to hit around, he's been kind of hit around this year. This Carl's offense seems to be the one to do it. So the model thinks the Cardinals should be favored. I think they should be too. Maybe not by quite as much, but either way, there's no arguing that plus 110 is great value. A grade models is anything even money or better qualifies at minimum, at least if you're getting plus 105, it's a no brainer for me. Not to say that they're, that they're going to necessarily win. I just think that there's some value here on the Cardinals. And so it's one I want to put a little bit more on because in the long run, this is what's going to pay off for us and slowly increase that bankroll. Projected total is 7.7. The total I'm seeing is eight to eight and a half. I'm not touching the total. And here's why in a traditional game last year, this was last year, Burns and Wainwright, I would love to go under eight and a half in this game. I'd go under eight in this game if this was these two guys last year. But Wainwright's pitch twice has not looked good. Obviously, he's a guy who's thrown like a billion innings with Yadier Molina uh, without his catcher, hasn't looked as good. Uh, and, and like I mentioned, Burns not looking as good. It, it wouldn't really like it would surprise me, but it wouldn't really shock me if this game turned out to be something like five to four or something. And that's why I'm not I'm not touching the under. But obviously, these two pitchers are good enough that this could be a more four to three type game. So model would indicate going under if you had to. I'm not focused on it. I, I don't really have a good enough feel for where these pitchers really are right now because their performance from last year and this year are just light years apart. So because of that, I'm passing passing on the total, even the model would lean under. I'm just going to focus on Cardinals. That plus odds, getting that A grade according to a sideline. 8.05 p.m. Eastern, Braves at the Rangers. Braves looking good for us on the first game of the series, letting us down in the second game. Now they're coming back here for the third. B grade value at minus 150. Sideline says it should be Braves minus 164, that they win this 62% of the time. Just sneaks into... Uh, B grade with regards to can't quite get to A grade minus 147 is what the model requires for that so three cents better than this and the Braves become an A grade play here's the thing even if you get a nickel better I'm probably holding it at B grade personally with regards to the risk return playing to three versus playing to four as I mentioned at the start of the show simply because I love me some Spencer Strider and you'll probably know that but Nathan Evaldi is a guy I've been talking about as being good all year and he just has been even exceeding my expectations I've liked him and thought he was good thought the underlying metrics said he was solid but he's just having a fantastic season 270 ERA advanced metrics say it should be half a run better Here's the reason why the Braves are still to play, though. As good as Eovaldi has been, Spencer Strider has still been better with regards to ERA and the advanced metrics as well, which says ERA should be in the upper ones. And that is incredible. He's clearing himself away as the second best pitcher in baseball behind Jacob DeGrom. And if he keeps this up, he's going to be in DeGrom territory. And I know I 
pretty sure there's a show I'd love to find it from last year where he was early on the season. And I was like, this guy's got the stuff and the potential to be Jacob deGrom level. Who knows if he'll get there. But I, I mentioned that about a year ago and my goodness, I, we're really starting to see it come through. And that's why the Braves are still the player. He's not going to have a fantastic start every time out, but he is so, so good that as good as Eovaldi's been, Strider's still almost a full standard deviation better. And that's just crazy to say because Evaldi's been fantastic. If you're a Rangers fan, you have to be thrilled. As an Astros fan, I hate it. I hate how good he's been for the Rangers, right? It, it, he's, he's really, you know, spearheading them towards a potential playoff berth. He's been fantastic. It's just Spencer Strider is just so good. The other thing, of course, is that the bullpens now, Evaldi's going deep into games, which kind of minimizes how bad the, the Rangers bullpen is. But Strider's a guy who may not go quite as deep, but he's got such a great bullpen behind him. That helps him out. The Braves' offense is better. Minus 150, I think, is a pretty good price uh, for the Braves. So you get B-grade value. And again, even if you're at minus 145, minus 150, minus 155, all those would be B-grade plays. Really, up until you get to about Braves, minus 165 to minus 170. And again, I'm still holding out that B-grade because as much as I love backing the Braves, I want some money on Spencer Strider. I just don't want to go too heavy against Evaldi because he has been so good as well. Another play I'm making on this game because he's pitchers, and I hope hopefully I've talked him up enough for you, going under 7.5. It's a small model edge. A lot of times people can look at the totals here uh, that the model projects and they kind of know where I'm going with the totals. This one might surprise you a little bit. Model only projects 7.3. And so 7.3 to 7.5, not a large difference, but I'm still going under in this one. As good as the Braves offense is and as bad as the Rangers bullpen is, I kind of think both of those are going to come a little bit down to earth and this sets up to be a very pitcher-friendly matchup. So I'm going under 7.5, even though it's only a small model edge. The other reason is I don't know if this roof's going to be open or closed in Arlington. I'm projecting it open. I'm being conservative because it's going to be a slightly warm night in Arlington. We're talking low 80s to start, mid 70s to finish. It'll be a nice night, especially if you, like me, usually spend a lot of time in the DFW area. It's a nice night for baseball, and, and you might enjoy the roof open. But if they decide to close it, that temperature is going to come down a little bit. The ball won't carry quite as much in cooler weather because it won't be 82 degrees if the roof's closed with the air condition blowing. So that projected total of 7.3 is actually going to drop a little bit. So something to keep an eye on there with regards to, uh, you know, you'll probably hear about a couple hours for game time. Uh, two to three hours before game time if they're going to open the roof or not. And if they're going to open it, I still think under smart. If they're going to close, I really like this under because the lack of ball flying there is going to just bring one extra home run to a double, one double to an out, and that's going to really help us out even more so than these fantastic pitchers will. So a lot of reasons to like this under, maybe even more than what I know about because I don't know what they're going to do with the roof. So uh, going under, going Braves, both uh, solid picks. Not my favorite tonight, but both picks that I am invested in myself. 18 p.m. Eastern, Guardians at the White Sox. Guardians uh, really struggling here on Tuesday night. Looking forward to bounce back strong on a Wednesday at even money. B grade play. Peyton Battenfield versus Mike Clevenger. Battenfield is a guy who's pitched fairly well here in his young major league career. 445 ERA and underlying metrics say that's about where he should be, kind of league average. And uh, given all the good pitching prospects the Guardians have, Battenfield's not really one of the top ones. If you're a Guardians fan, you have to be pretty pleased with what you've seen from him. Whereas Mike Clevenger, on the other hand, 479 ERA, you think you probably expected more than that from him if you're a White Sox fan, not going quite as deep into games uh, as a guy like Battenfield, which is surprising, uh, to be honest. Underlying metrics also say that Clevenger's ERA should be 
uh, more in the mid fives. Uh, again, a guy I've talked about turning towards the bottom of the barrel in regards to the starting pitchers. Otherwise, this game's a wash. I just think the Guardians have a pretty decent edge at starting pitcher that should offset the home field edge the White Sox have. Uh, Models says it should be Guardians minus 110 that they win about 52% of the time. Gives an A grade anything plus 101 or better. So uh, one cent better and, and we've gotten to the A grade. So I'm just following the rules here. Uh, but this is B plus grade at one point. Five units win 1.5 units to add up to three there for the B grade picks. Uh, I like the Guardians here. I think it's a good bounce back spot. Uh, I still like their bullpen, even though it has struggled at times a little bit surprisingly this year. And again, I like the starting pitching edge we have. Otherwise, this is a complete toss up. Who the heck knows? But that starting pitcher um, edge is going to go a long way for us, in my opinion. Weather-wise in this one, going to be a chilly one. Low 50s to start, upper 40s to finish. Wind blowing mostly across. No rain in the forecast, thankfully. And a projected total of 8.9. The number I'm seeing right now is 9. So we're looking at... Um, you know, a pretty uh, pretty spot-on total, but a decent little edge here. I think the Guardians should be favored, so even money or better, a strong investment. Even if you're at, like, minus 105, still a decent play here on the Guardians, in my opinion. And wrapping us up, 8, 10 p.m. Eastern Cubs at the Astros. Astros won the first two games of this series. Uh, I'm looking for them to win game three here at minus 155. B-grade pick. I like the pitching matchup here. Favors the Astros with J.P. France against Drew Smiley. Smiley has looked good so far this season with the 305 ERA, but the advanced metrics say it should be closer to four. I think Smiley's a below-average pitcher. I really like this Astros offense against lefties. You saw that in action here on uh, Tuesday night with how they got to Justin Steele uh, in that whatever it was, second inning, fourth inning, I don't remember which one it was. Uh, I think they can do the same thing to Drew Smiley. I think the Astros' bullpen's better. Astros have edges across the field here. And the gap, as I mentioned, in handicapping one of these games previously, uh, the smallest gap between these two teams is on offense, but with the Astros facing a lefty, that gap increases. I think the Astros are a sneaky good play here at minus 155. Sidelines should be minus 158, so it just ekes into B-grade territory, but even up to minus 160, I still think it's an easy play on the Astros. I wouldn't pay too much more than that, maybe minus 165. Beyond that, after that, I think I just pass, but I, I do think the Astros are worth playing here. Model says up to 142, that would get you the A-grade. I don't see it getting down to there, but if it does, if people are interested in backing Drew Smiley because he has performed fairly well uh, you can get up down to that low minus 140 that gets you to the a grade model would indicate to go over projects a total of 9.7 we saw plenty of runs in the first two games of this series and so i don't think it's the craziest thing you can go over eight and a half and lay some juice or over nine to be closer to even money over is not a bad look in this one i haven't pulled the trigger just yet but it is something i am thinking about questions the same thing that i'm having here as the rangers game is the roof are they going to open the roof or not similar weather in houston as Arlington, even though they are four hours apart driving wise low 80s to start mid 70s to close and a slight breeze so uh, if they decide to open the roof which they don't get many opportunities down there in uh humid houston then uh, you know the ball is going to carry a little bit more and that over really looks good if they're going to close it drop those temperatures I probably still would think the over is the way to go. I just don't know if it's a big enough edge for me to get invested in, uh, given that I do think JP France and, and the better pitchers of the Astros bullpen should be able to hold the Cubs down uh, to a reasonable number. And so, uh, you know, maybe at that point, if the roof's closed, maybe I'm just looking more at 
you know, Astros team total over be a, a different way to play that. Obviously, it's correlated with Astros to win. So, of course, if you're doing that, just be thinking about how you're uh, breaking down your units because those aren't independent bets. Uh, so might want to split your, your wager between the two if, you, if you're playing both. But that would be kind of another way to look at it if you are interested in getting in something besides just the Astros to win at a price, again, like minus 155, getting a B grade from the model. That's all I've got for you here today. Thanks for tuning in this episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure all the sports betting content provided on this channel is right into your feed. Back again tomorrow with more sports betting content. Until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money. <laughs>